Runk. <laughs> hey, yo, what's up, man? You guys, it is congratulations time. But first, let me just say, I'm going to be in Houston, dude. What? I'm going to be in Houston. I, I uh, have a, I'm opening up ticket. Well, I have another show in Sacramento. So here's the deal. Look, I got Sacramento coming up. Uh, Brea Improv. Let me just go through it chronologically here. Sacramento, January 13th at the Crest Theater. I just added another show because the first one sold out. Then I'm going to be in Brea, California, working some material. Uh, and I'll be in Phoenix at that Celebrity Theater, which is like one of my favorites. It's in the round. El Paso, Albuquerque. These are all coming up. Kelowna, BC. Vancouver, I added a show. Had a show for sell out. Added a show. Uh, Rochester, New York. Kitchener, Ontario. Shreveport. And then Houston. And Corpus Christi. And I got a bunch of other ones. Go to chrislea.com. Um, I'm updating my schedule always. So go to chrislea.com. Go to chrislea.com to get the merch. The Grower Die special also is out there. Um, thank you to everyone that has seen the special. It's my proudest work. I appreciate you. If you haven't seen it yet, go to chrislea.com and get the special Grower Die. Uh, and get some merch while you're there, dude. Um, and that is that. And this is Congratulations. Uh, it is the new year. And right now, as we are filming this, it is January 1. So, congratulations, 2024. We are here and ready. I will be 44 this year. And that is absolutely crazy to me. Um, I don't feel old, but you know, I was in my, I, I was at the gym today and I was like, you know what, dude, I feel like, uh, I was doing this thing where I was like, I don't like that. There was something I was thinking in my head. Like, I don't like that. And then I was like, oh, oh that's an, I'm an old guy, I guess, you know, like, I guess that's, am I going to be 44 this year? That's crazy. I forget my age a lot, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's the new year's don't have a resolution. It's the new year, not the new year's. I don't like when people, oh, it's new year's day. So you can say it anyway. Um, did some shows last night at the laugh factory. It was great. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I gotta say, dude, West Hollywood, Hollywood, LA, I, it's always been my favorite place to perform because of um, it's hard to perform in LA because the crowds could do anything. They, 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 it's not even like they're choosing to go see a comedy show. It's like they just happened to show up at a comedy show because they could go do anything else. They could go to Saddle Ranch down the street. They could go see, you know, just countless musicians in town. They can go to the Troubadour. They could go to the Magic Castle. They could, you know. Um, so I always liked doing shows in L.A. because I feel like, in a way, if you can, you know, the crowds are jaded. They've seen, they saw, they saw John Mayer drive by on the way into the comedy show, right? So it's like, so I, 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 I uh, but so I've been doing material and I've been working on my material because I've got, you know, I'm on tour now doing new material, not. It, which is different from Grow or Die. So if you've seen the special, you can still come out. But um, I I was, I, I, I'm definitely free talking about whatever I want. Like there's a lot, of, like I I'm I say things that I truly feel and believe and, and, you know, it's the reason why I can do that now is because I'm free. I don't, I, I can't be canceled, right? And that's a beautiful thing. Because I already, I, I faced that fire and I can say whatever I want. So I do, I do. I'm, I'm being authentic and hundred percent me. And, and because of that, I say whatever the fuck I want. And I feel pockets of kickback in LA, like because of how LA, LA is, um, you know, I can feel when I'm doing certain things and saying things that you, sh you know, uh, that don't, you know, that, that fly very well in the North of Florida that, that we're like, you know, the general population like 
but there's always those pockets because like that whole thing and I don't want I don't want to talk about you know I hate talking getting talk about being woke and can't it's like all of it is just so it feels like it's passe at this point but um there are parts I, I could feel like one or two people go like oh like when I say certain things and man it makes me feel alive dude I drill harder you boys got to drill harder. So um, it is what it is, my babies. But it feels good to be free, bro. I look at some other comedians that are doing stuff. There are some great comedians out there that are pushing the envelope. And I don't think, by the way, the goal should not be to push the envelope. It should be to be funny, right? Like there's comedians that are user-friendly that are fantastic very talented and some of my favorite comedians and there are guys that you know push the envelope that are also very fantastic but um there are comedians that are just i don't know man i guess i i guess i kind of i always thought i was gonna you know there's no way i would have made it through any of this stuff without like cancel stuff without like I say, I, I would eventually say something and then somebody, I would lose everything. So, you know, obviously that happened anyway, but like, I feel, I feel good. It's 2024 and I feel good. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't even know. Um, but I don't have a resolution. Somebody asked me what my resolution is. I said, I don't have one. I went on the way to the gym. I was walking on my way to the gym and the lady said, do you have, what's your resolution? I said, you know what? I don't really do that. And I felt like, wow, I'm annoying. I'm an annoying guy, right? Because an annoying person wants to let you know what type of guy they are, right? Or like what type of chick they are. Like this is what an annoying guy says. Um, um, uh, hey, dude, I, I'm not a dick. I'm just telling the truth. I'm just truthful. Hey, guy. You don't, you can be truthful and not be a D-I-C-K, right? Um, but yeah, or like a, like a, like, sorry, I'm not a bitch. If you don't like the truth and you know, it's like, it's like, no, dude, you're a bitch. Okay. Um, but so she was like, what's your resolution? I was like, I don't really do that. And I, and I was like, oh, fuck, I sound corny. And I was like, I just gotta, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm just going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to keep going, keep going, dude. Keep doing what you're doing, man. If you if your New Year's resolution is to do something drastically different, you already fucked up. You need to implement that shit. Ah, dude, what is this? A health and wellness podcast, dude? I'm not. Is this a fucking? Am I an R? Uh, am I a fucking? Uh, what do you call it? Influencer? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Do I influence? Maybe I don't know. My point is, just keep going. Some of you are going to be 44 this year. Just keep going. But I feel good, man. I feel nice. I was doing fucking my back and my fucking chest today. What the hell? He didn't even hit legs, dude. He hits legs all the time. He didn't even hit legs. It's like... <laughs> um, a lot of stuff, I, I think, happened in my life uh, in this past week. Let's The, the Christmas... I talked about Christmas a little bit. Um, dude, Calvin... Holy Christ. Kristen was out of town for two nights. She went to the bowl game. All right. I don't know what the bowl game is in Dallas, the toilet bowl or whatever the fuck it is. And um, she went and it was Mizzou versus whoever the hell they played. And where's my podcast here? And um, dude. So. I was alone with Cal. My mother-in-law was in town, but I was alone with Calvin, meaning I put him to bed and I was also alone in the bed sleeping. Okay. Now, for some reason, sleeping alone in my bed, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's so hard to go to sleep because I, I think it's that thing. Like when my wife is not in my, in our bed, in my bedroom, I have this thought where it's like, man, I got this bed. I can do anything. Why don't I build a castle in here? You know what I mean? Like just like idiot dude stuff. 
And then you know what I do? Nothing. I just wait in bed till I go to sleep, right? But like I'll get in and I'll be like, maybe I'll bring chips in here. I don't even eat chips, you know? Dude, I got to get fun dip, you know? Like just dumb, dummy shit. Like let's watch porn on the TV. And I don't, I've never done that, right? Not saying I don't watch porn, but like on the TV. Dude, I'll, you know what I'll do? Airplay BJs, right? And then I just go, I have that thought. And then I just go, <laughs> and then I just wait and play like royal match on my phone until I fall asleep, right? So I put Calvin to bed. I I I went to go do a, a show, I believe. And then I came back because, you know, my mother-in-law was here. And uh, I come back. I'm about to pass out. And I hear my son scream my mother-in-law's name, which he calls her Kiki. That's not her name because she's not, you know, a stripper from Fort Lauderdale. But her, she, he calls her Kiki and he says, Kiki. And I run out and I say, Calvin, what's up? And he says, and he's like, ah, uh, he comes in my bed. And he, I say, are you okay, buddy? Did you have a bad dream? And he says, yeah. I said, what was your dream? He said, I was sweating. I was sweating, sledding. I was sweating, trying to get to mom. I kept on sweating, trying to get to mom and I couldn't get her and mom got away. And I was like, oh man, that's so sad. You know, it sounds fine, but you know, you know how dreams can be nightmares and they're not, nothing bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be like, you could have a, a, the scariest dream ever. And it's just, uh, it's really just your man. I was at radio shack and dude, it was crazy. The guy was like, he kept asking me questions about VCRs. And it was like, I didn't really know the answer. And then he was like, I'll go into the back. Come with me. And we went to the back and there were like a bunch of fucking electronics. And you're like, and, and you're talking it, telling about this nightmare. And you're like telling some guy, and you're like, guys like, Oh yeah, that's not scary. That's so boring. That, don't tell me that you fucking loser. Hey, stop wasting my time. You just told me about an errand. So my son said that and I was like, eh, I guess it's kind of scary. If you're almost four, you can't find your mom and you're sledding. Why are you sledding? My, you know? So I'm like, Oh, that's, that's, uh, it's all good, buddy. It's fake. I'm with you right now. I gotcha. We go to sleep. Right. So, but I didn't even go to sleep yet. So it's three 30 now. And I'm like, man, I haven't gone to sleep yet. He wakes up at 4.30. So now one hour later, I finally get to sleep. Now I'm up. And he goes, he, dude, he, he, this is what he does. Sits up in bed. And I feel it like I'm a light. I'm sleeping light. And I look over. And my son, who's almost four, the scariest of the horror movie age for kids when they're in movies and demonic, points to nothing and says, hey, dad, who's that guy? Chills. But I bury it. And why do I bury it? Because I'm dad. Now, am I scared? No, I'm terrified. But I'm neither scared or terrified right now because I've got to swallow it and I'm dad, right? Say he said, who's that guy? And I go, no one's there and ran out and jumped into the pool. My son traumatized and knows I'm a pussy. All right. So I immediately swallowed it. I'm not scared or terrified. I'm dad. So I say, what guy? And he says, that guy over there. And I said, Calvin, Nobody's over there. And he says, yes, there is. Terror. But I bury it because I'm dad. And I say, well, what do you mean? Because there's nobody over there. And he says, yeah, there's a guy over there. He's like talking. Oh. Hey, shit. Get back up in my anus. I say, oh, what's he saying? And he says, he's talking and he's kind of doing like this. And then my son goes like this. So 
So not only is it scary that my son thinks there's someone in my room that I don't see that's doing this, but I'm also staring at an almost four-year-old doing this. Nothing's scarier, okay? So now I say, oh, well, he's not doing that, and you're just dreaming. (laughs) It's all good. I got you. Get back to sleep. Now he lays down. I hold him, but I'm like, I kind of need to. I'm scared. Shit. Get back up in that anus. And then I woke, you know, I had to wake up after that, like 8.30 because Billy got up. Dude, it was, it was, it was terrifying. Hey, dude. Hey, Calvin, if you're watching this when you're older, thanks for that. But by the way, I protected you, didn't I? And I said I would. And, you know, I protected you against nothing, but because nothing was there. But what if kids get, are like in a, can see in a secret dimension? Like dogs can, you know, and they see ghosts, right? I don't believe in that shit, but I'm just saying. Like, there's no ghosts, dude. I'm so, it's so annoying that people think that ghosts are real and stuff like that is real. And, because I'm not even saying it's not real. If it is real, show me. All good. I'm 40, almost four. Show me, and I'll believe it. You didn't yet? Okay. Say ya. I am getting old, though, because I fucking ate... Uh, no, not eight. I was, God, this is actually so embarrassing. Whatever, who gives a shit? It's not embarrassing. I don't get embarrassed at this kind of stuff. I should. I say it's embarrassing because it should be embarrassing, but it's not. I I was I was sick. I told you I was sick. Uh, last time I think yeah I did, and um, I was like ten percent sick for like two two weeks, and the the last part was like a stomach thing. And my son, I I just go, I come out downstairs and I'm like, oh, I got it. I got a toot. Nothing's better than tooting in front of a, a, a three-year-old, right? You, I'm going to get like a standing ovation. Like, I'm just so happy. I can't wait. I got this toot locked, right? So I run over. I say, yo, Calvin. And he says, what? I lift up my leg and I go to blast out the toot. No sound. No two comes out. And that's a real bummer. But the even worse bummer is I shit my pants. Okay? So not only did I not get the laugh, the sound didn't come out, and I shit in my pants with my leg up. All right? Like, dude, one, like, one thing, if you are... Shitting in your pants, standing, that's embarrassing. Bro, I fucking lifted a leg up like I was a power puff girl. What are those things? Like I was just, and then just powder puff, pow, pow, power puff. Dude, and I and I go, oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Dude, this is how it looked. I go, hey, Calvin, lifted a leg up, and I said, I'll be right back. Dude, he had no idea that I just lalos. What a bummer. Huh? Dude, and I'm talking about it wasn't like the kind where you have to go and wipe it and you can wear the same underwear. I had to change. Like, dude, I went back upstairs, walked into my room, and I was a man changing his shitty underwear. Dude, do you understand and and the best part, my son had no idea any of that happened. He didn't even know I tried to fart. He just thought I lifted a leg up and then said, I'll be right back. How amazing. And then I forgot. And here's the best part. Because our nanny was there when it happened. I forgot that I didn't tell them it happened. And then later on, I was telling my wife about it. And... <laughs> And my nanny heard me and said, oh, you shit yourself then? 
And I said, oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't, I guess I didn't tell you. Dude. The best dad. Um, it's just really great, you know? What does this mean? I, sometimes I write shit down. I've got no idea. Poo-poo with the scent thing in my eye. Babe, what does that mean? Do you know? Do you know? Poo-poo with the scent thing in my eye. Poo-poo with the scent thing in my eye? Scent thing? Like smelling? Scent? Scent thing in my eye. I don't know. I, I got something in my eye. I guess it was poo-poo. I don't know. I thought it was going to have pink eye. I don't remember. Anyway. Um... Dude, I, 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 I know that sometimes I talk about being a dad too much, but it is full on the the greatest thing, dude. It's full on the greatest thing. You know how they say, do the, try to get to a point where you're do where what you love becomes your job and get paid for that. I did that with stand up comedy, bro. Now I need to get paid for being a dad because that's what I love. So. In a way, that is what I'm doing because I'm talking about being a dad. So it all kind of works out. But, dude, I, we were at, we went to Cirque du Soleil, which is in, uh, was in um, Phoenix. We went to Phoenix, went to Cirque du Soleil. Now, when I was a kid, I went to Cirque du Soleil. And I remember, dude, I'm not a guy, I have a thing where I'm not impressed by something. That is it, as impressive as it can be. I'm not very impressed with something that only uh, ends up fueling itself, right? Like, it, this is hard to explain, but like breakdancing or or beatboxing is, is like a number one thing. It's like, as good as you are at beatboxing, the only thing that that means is you're a good beatboxer. It doesn't help with anything else. You know, breakdancing is kind of like that, but you could argue it's good exercise. So it kind of falls to the wayside in that way. But like stuff like that, I, I don't like sports is kind of like that, except for it helps you be more capable of hand-eye coordination. So, but it's one of the reasons why I don't like sports, but beatboxing is number one thing like that. Okay. Cirque du Soleil is kind of in that area because I get it. You're twisting, twirling plates around and you're a human pretzel and you're jumping off a high dive. But then I'm like, who cares? You still got to go get groceries after that. You know, you still got to wipe off all your kabuki shit and then go do your life. And I understand that that's your passion. That's what you love. And look, people flock to it. So that's great. Do it. But it's not for me. All right. It's not for me. So. Of course, my wife and her side of the family say, let's go to Cirque du Soleil. And I think, huh, I don't love Cirque du Soleil, but I would love to take my kids to Cirque du Soleil. Now, Billy's too young, so we took Calvin. We all went, all the family, her and, uh, you know, Kiki and all everybody in her family. There were like so many people there in her family. A lot of people in her family. You'd think she was a Mormon. And... We get to Cirque du Soleil and we're watching it. And Calvin is good at watching stuff, dude. Like real good. Like not all over the seat, you know, for 40 minutes, he'll, he'll, he'll bang it out. And then when that 41st minute hits, he go, he'll, he will, he will look at me and no matter what we're watching and he will, and no matter how many people are around and he will very loudly say, let's leave. Okay. So that happened, right? They were doing some twirly things and I, it's impressive. It is impressive, but I don't care. In 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 the back of my head, I'm I'm watching these dudes jump over each other, and I'm like, "That's cool, but uh, there's something else, huh? There's something else for you like, huh? Uh, no, I'm glad you like it. Figure something else out, right? You're still young. You got your whole life ahead of you. Stop jumping over that guy, right? Ah. Um. So. I leave with Calvin because everyone's not going to leave. And he's like, let's leave. So I'm like, all right, come on, let's go, sir. Dude, my, I have a video of it and I'll send it to you so you can put it in the thing. 
but uh, m- there's these big promo posters of like uh, things that are coming to the theater. I played the theater before. It used to be the Comerica Theater. Now it's some. It's not called that anymore. But um, and uh, my son said it stops and looks up at this promo, this poster. That is, I, I don't see what he's looking at, but he's just like, and I'm, I'm like, it must be like Bluey or Blues Clues or that guy that got in trouble for shitting on another guy that used to be the what was it? Um, uh, what's that guy? Uh, hey guys, come on, let's go look at the merry-go-round or the fucking science. What the fuck is his name? Blippy. He shit on another guy. Yeah, and they had to replace him. Yeah, he got canceled for shitting on another guy. So they got a mixed race blippy now. And uh, if you're white, you can't shit on another guy. Even if it's fucking all, you know, on the level. Uh, Now, by the way, because that happened, now I'm a blippy fan. I didn't give a shit about him at all. But he straight up shit on another dude. And the video got out and he got fired at blippy. Which sucks, dude. My heart goes up to that dude. But... Whatever. Anyway, um, he is enveloped in this poster. I look at the poster, and it's just for Rob Schneider's show coming to the to his stand-up show. Like I'm, I'm talking about my son is like locked into it, and it's just a picture of Rob Schneider, and he's like this, and it's like n- narcissist. Whatever his show is called, Narcissist Confessions. Narcissist Confessions, I think it's called. And my son says, I want to see that. And I say, you want to see this? And he says, yeah, I want to see that. And I said, well, I mean, I can make it happen if you want. You know, I know, obviously, I know Rob and shit. And like, I'm like, that's hilarious. My son, I told him his name was Rob Schneider. My son wouldn't shut the fuck up about Rob Schneider. For the next, uh, okay, on the way home, she's, he's like, I see, <laughs> dude, we're all in the car. He's just like, I see Rob Schneider. <laughs> dude, can we, when we get home, can we see YouTube? Can we look up on YouTube Rob Schneider? Can we see Rob Schneider uh, videos? And I'm just like, buddy, you're not going to like it. Like, I don't know what he thinks it is, but he kept... And then we were, and then later on, when we got home, we said, like, "What's your favorite part of Cirque du Soleil?" He was like, "It was when the guy with the hat, and it was the guy with the hat, that poster, dude. It was the guy with the hat, and he's and he's uh, with the with the hat, and he's talking, and we're like, what fucking part is that?'" And he was like, "You know." I said, you mean the the person in on stage? He said, no, no, on the poster. He's talking about fucking Rob Schneider, dude. The poster of Rob Schneider was his favorite part of Cirque du Soleil. So hilarious. We go to bed and, I mean, in the car the whole way home, it's like 25 minutes away from the house, he was just like, hey, dad, turn around. One time, I swear to God, he said, hey, dad, turn around. I turned around, looked at him, and he said, Rob Schneider. Bro. He's not even four, okay? So, so we get home, you know, we go to sleep. Go to sleep. We're all sleeping in the same bed. Billy is in another room, but it's me, Kristen, and Calvin is sleeping in between us. And we're, I'm playing Royal Match, which, by the way, Calvin showed me the game. I didn't know about it, but I do play Royal Match now. It's an app. And I'm playing the game, and Calvin's like laughing, messing it up, and shit. Like, I'm playing, hitting the buttons, and I don't, you know, I'm I'm of two minds. I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. I gotta let my kid do this. This is so fun. And I I can't tell him to stop. But then also, I'm like, you're fucking up my royal match game. You know, crazy. I can't swallow that part and completely have it leave my body. But I'm still in the back of my head. I'm like, ah, he's ruining it. That's all good. Well, like, why do I even have to feel that part? You know, why can't I just be in love with my son, moving the jewels around? And fucking it up for me. But I also... I, that bothers me. But hey, real is real. And he speaks his mind, right? He speaks his mind. So anyway, um, we go to sleep. We wake up. And when I wake up, I'm looking at Calvin. 
because I'm obsessed with him. And he wakes up, opens his eyes, looks at me, and he says, wow. And I, and I didn't say anything. And he says, you know what that sounds like? And I said, what? And he said, Wab Schneido. Bro, after that, I realized, well, the day's not going to get any better. You know, like that's the absolute pinnacle of the day. And that's fine. But how fucking funny is it? Being, that's what I'm saying. Being a dad, dude, fuck. I talking to my friend the other day. He was like, maybe I'll have kids. I'm like, bro. What the fuck does poo-poo with the scent thing in my eye mean? Don't know. Nah, something got in my eye, though. New Year's Eve was fun. We went to, um, I was in Long Beach. I did the show in Long Beach. Then drove to Hollywood on the way. A little bit of an argument with Kristen. And then did a show in, uh, at, uh, in Hollywood. We buttoned up the argument, you know. What is it about fucking holidays? Will you just, is it a self-fulfilling prophecy? Because at this point I'm like, I know one thing's going to happen on the holidays. I'm going to eat too much and I'm going to get in an argument with my, my wife. Like that's just, what is that? And I know you feel me on this dude, dudes and the women. Like, what is it about that? It's not particularly more stressful I mean, sometimes it is, right? Like if you're having everybody over on Christmas, you're like, well, something's going to go on. I'm going to snap. Be ready. Hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you wake up in the morning. Now, sweetie, first of all, Merry Christmas. Love you. I can't wait to give you your gift. I know the fam's coming over later. Sweetheart, I'm going to snap. Okay? Forgive me. I'll try not to, but it's inevitable. I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to say something really sharp to you, right? I'm not going to call you a bitch because I don't do that. But I'm going to hit you with the business, right? I'm going to say, well, then where the fuck is it louder than I, my normal cadence, right? I mean, let's just, and, and, you're, and then you're going to be like, I, okay, and you're going to get quiet, right? You're going to get quiet for way too long. And then I'm going to have to come over and be like, what's up? Is something wrong? And I know what's wrong, but I'm going to have to make you say it. Right? So, you know, New Year's happened. So we I don't even honestly remember what it was about. We buttoned it up. It's all good. But my, 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 uh, but Kristen was like, I want to go after. Oh, this, so I, this is not what the argument was about. It was like, I was like, hey, I'm going to do shows on, on New Year's Eve if you want to come. If you don't want to come, I won't do the shows, right? But like, if it will go out or whatever, we'll stay home, go, whatever it is. We'll, we'll do something else. But I'll do shows if you want to come out. She's like, fuck yeah, sounds like fun. So I booked the shows, did them. And she was like, hey, my friends are at Soho House downtown. Um, can we go after your set at the Laugh Factory, the second one? And I was like, Shit, man, I'm supposed to go on stage at 11.16 was my spot. I'm going to do 20 minutes. 25, 35, 36, that's how I do math. So it's going to be 11.36. Then I got to get down to downtown, which is who the fuck? I mean, sometimes that drive is an hour in traffic. I don't think there'll be that much traffic, but I'm like, babe, we may not make it. Because here's the thing. The spot's at 11.16. It's not going to be at 11.16. The spot's going to be later than that. So we're playing it real close. And my, my wife is cool as shit. She goes like this. Who cares? And I'm like, we might be in the car when the ball drops. And she says, whatever. And I'm like, you're awesome. But she really wants to go to the Soho House. And gun to my head, do I want to go to Soho House? Gun to my head. Like I'm trying to think. Nah. You know, I don't. Gun to my head, do I want to go do anything? Nah. You know what I'm saying? I want to I go home, right? 
Don't want to be a New Year's. It's all her friends. Fine. Her, I love her friends, by the way. But none of my friends, which they're my friends too, but you know what I mean, dude. Don't make me explain it. Um, And uh, so the manager says, when do you want me to light you? And I say, ah, give me a light at like 15 and then I'll wrap it up in five, you know, five minutes or th- whatever it is. Whatever, however long spot is 18 minutes. It's like, all right. I'm on stage. It's going well. I'm having a good time on stage. Um, making people laugh. Usually New Year's shows are sometimes a little weird and disjointed because anytime a show is about when something else takes precedence over the comedy, the show is not as good usually. Like New Year's Eve comedy show, the thing on everyone's mind is it's New Year's Eve, not the comedy show. Or St. Patrick's Day, right? Anything like that is just Halloween, the worst time to perform, right? So, um, So, but it was good. So I did the show. And I'm on stage, and I look, and I get the light. Uh, but it's not the light that they usually give. It's the fucking, it's, it's a cell phone with red on it. And I'm like, oh, the light must be broken. I get off stage, and my wife's like, let's go. And I'm like, all right, we, we, may, we, we got 17 minutes to get downtown. We get in a car, and she was like, oh, man, I wonder if we'll make it. It says ETA is 12.01. So I'm like, fuck. Dude, I'm in the throat mobile. Good time I took it. I took this. Bro, I'm screaming through the streets. And my wife was like, wasn't that hilarious? And I said, wasn't what hilarious? And she said, when I, when I lit you. Dude, I didn't even get the light yet. My wife lit me. Dude, my wife was in the back with her cell phone giving me the light. The audacity. I was like, that was why the light was not the light and it was a red cell phone? She was like, yeah. Like, I was going to like it. I actually did. I thought it was fucking hilarious. She was like, because I knew you wanted the light. I heard you say you wanted it at 15 minutes and it was 15 minutes. I was like, they were going to let me go longer? She was like, yeah, but I knew it was at 15 minutes. And I looked at the the time we get there and we we were going to get there in the nick of time. So I lit you. I was like, you got off just in time. We're going to be there at 12.01. She was like, try to shave two minutes off. I was like... All right, dude, I'm screaming down the 101. She's just like, go faster. By the way, she is always on my shit. If I even think about texting and driving, she's like, "Uh uh-uh. If I don't do a stop at a stop sign, she's like, Christopher. And now, when it benefits her, dude, she's like, go faster. I'm like, baby, I'm going 90 miles an hour. Faster. I go faster. She's hell yeah. Dude, we get there at 11.58. Your boy can drive. He's Mario Andretti. He's Al Unser Jr. What the fuck? God damn it, dude. Screaming through the streets of LA. You know, car's too low. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Every time that happens, my... The bottom, I bottom out, and also I bottom out because my anus prolapses because I'm so nervous. Um, my, and then, dude, <laughs> here's the thing. You don't know my wife, <laughs> but she did the most my wife thing ever. <laughs> you don't know her. So this isn't going to be... This isn't going to be anger-inducing to you guys, but for me... It's going to be anger-inducing. We're driving on the way there, halfway there. I'm screaming, going 90 on the freeway. It's a Tupac song. And she says, oh, shit. (laughs) And I say, what? And she says, I don't have my wallet. 
Hey, this sucks. Ah, ah, come on, wife. You left your wallet home on New Year's Eve? Oh, hey, come on. I guess we got to go to the brain store. <laughs> you need a replacement. So, dude, I and I'm like, oh, babe, we're not going to be able to get in. And she says, nah, I'm going to get my friend to come down and meet us. Give me her ID. And then we're going to get in with her ID. And I say, well, what the fuck is your friend going to do? She's like, she's already in there. She already got in. So it'll be fine. I'm like, maybe. And then I actually say this. Maybe they won't card us because it's me. Like a fucking degenerate. But if it's good for something. Because you know, sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, come on in, you know, because you're famous. So I get there. I pull up. I say, bro, uh, here's the keys. I do the valet. The guy, of course, her friend isn't out there. So I'm like, the bouncer, the you know, he's French or some shit. He's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm pulling up. My wife is already there talking to the bouncer. Bouncer, And she's just like, I don't know. Yeah, so what is it with the, uh, to me, looking to me, like that, that look of, oh, hey, we're going to talk a secret language. And you're going to be on my page, right? And we're going to outsmart this guy. <laughs> and, and I see it in her face. And I, I, and I think, oh, fuck. What page, right? Because, like, it, it, are, are we spies? Because if we're spies, cool. But also, you had some shots. So it's not going to probably go the way you think it. So she's like, so are we on, is it, was it? Was it Patty's list or, and I'm, and I'm like, well, Patty's a friend, but she was like, are you, on? is it you that has the membership or is it Patty that has the membership? And I'm like, well, I don't have a membership to Soho House, so I have to say Patty. So I'm like, Patty. And then the French bouncer was like, then we need both of your IDs. And I'm just like, where's your friend? Like, what page do I, how am I, so then Patty runs, do, and in the meantime, we're like, the buzz is up, you know, New Year's is happening. There's, there's 30 seconds to midnight, okay? Patty comes down, that's them! The French guy looks at me and goes, oh, okay, go ahead, we go in, we're in the elevator, and we're like, is it time? We're in the elevator, in the elevator with, it's, the, it's three of us, and then one other chick that we don't know and she's like i think the ball is dropping and we're like okay we go up to the open oh, the door go boom the, the elevator door go boom and everyone screams happy new year dude and we fucking made it that was the best way dude we did it he screamed through the 101 and fucking valet parked his car, which he doesn't normally valet that car because it's fucking high end. But he still did it. Patty came down. Didn't need the fucking IDs. Went up in the elevator. Doors open. Screamed Happy New Year. Fuck yeah, dude. It was so dope. And then also, since after that, the night obviously went downhill because that was really exciting. And then I was just kind of like buying drinks for everybody. How crazy is it that when it's like your wife or your girl and her friends and like you, you're paying for the drinks and I know everybody doesn't do this, but like, you're just, you're paying for a worse time. You know, it's like you're, you're, it's the worst transaction. Everything you pay for benefits you because money benefits you and with money you get stuff that the only thing you get is something that benefits you nobody's gonna be like hey here's 10k give me hiv right but when you're with your wife or girlfriend and her friends 
and you're buying the drinks, even if you're just buying them some drinks, you're paying to make it worse for you. That and I'm here. I am, babe. The card, and I'm just oh here, uh, boop. Okay, what is it? You know, oh, you already added the tip. Cool, I did it. I also tipped you, so that's that's way too much. Here you go, and then um, okay, drink all these, ladies, <laughs> and then yell in my face. Drink all these, and then you know. Dance to, don't forget to scream out the part, we want prenups when they play it, right? And uh, so I'm like, all right, I'm, and they're having a blast. And by the way, I'm joking. It was, it was, it was, they were having a great time and it was really cool to, to see. Like I was obviously sober, not, not drinking, but they were having a few drinks and it was it was so fun to see them have fun like and i'm just like i it was one of those things where like you know we were having conversation but then i was like they were dancing on the dance floor and i'm like huh i'm in appendix right now i'm not needed right i could literally explode and it would be okay you know appendix can just burst and like you can just get it out you don't need it so I'm like, I'm going to go out to the uh, outside area because it looks like there's less people there. And I walk out there and this dude looks at me and he says, bro, 12 out of 10. You're a 12 out of 10. (laughs) And I'm like, is he talking about my comedy or is this guy trying to fuck me? Like, I don't know what he means. So I say, you're the man, bro. Fist bump him. Then I go sit down in water, of course, because that's just what happens. I sat down on a wet spot because it was the time for that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to. I didn't know there was a wet spot. If I knew it was there, I wouldn't have sat there. But it was my time in the night and in my life to sit on a wet spot and be annoyed for the rest of the night because I had a wet ass, right? I, 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 it was just, I didn't even get mad at it. I sat in the wet spot and in my head, I just go, that's the game. And I sit down, I go, charge it to the game. That is the, just, yes, that's how it goes. The cookie crumbles that way. Great, fine. Um, I'm in the wet spot because I ain't moving. I'm Desiree at this point. I ain't moving. And because I'm stubborn. And if I'm going to sit in a wet spot, I'm going to, I'm going to work it out. Like I heard George Carlin once say that he got a jaywalking ticket. And so since then he started to jaywalk even more. And in a few years he worked out to like each jaywalk was a fraction of a penny. And I'm like, I'm going to store that in my mind. And then that's why I sat in the wet spot and didn't move because I'm like, I'm going to make this worth it. (laughs) I'm not going to use the energy to get up and get to a different dry spot and then fuck it, right? So I'm like, oh, wet spot. All right, cool. Charge the game. I'm all good. So I sit there. And because I'm not getting up, dude, all this is the shit that goes on in my mind, bro. I, I mean, when I say this out loud sometimes on the podcast, I'm just like, I can't believe how crazy I am. And I'm on meds. Like, I'm on meds. Like, people people out there that are afraid to take meds because they think they're going to change who you are, hey, take the meds. It's going to be fine. I sat in a wet spot on purpose for 15 minutes. You're good. So I'm sitting there, this dude comes up to me, a different dude, not the 12 out of 10 dude, and says, dude, he does one of these. And it's fine, except for 
He already did that 10 minutes ago to me. Didn't tell you that part because I wanted to tell the story like this. Because I wanted you to understand how annoying it was after I threw that in there. Okay? I didn't tell you about the guy before when he did it because then I didn't want to be like, and then that guy who did this came along and then did this again. It wouldn't have had as much impact as, you know, I did like the Pulp Fiction thing where it was like, oh, it starts in the middle and it ends at the beginning and shit. It would have been fine. One of these is fine. Bro, again? You did it inside and outside? So, you know, oh, yeah. What's up? He says, man. What's up, dude? And I'm like, not much. Just chilling. You're the man. And he says, yeah. Do I, hey, do you mind if I sit down and just have a chat with you? And I go in my head. Right? The alarms. Like, how the fuck do I get out of this? But I say a version of. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to be a dick. What you know what I mean? Like have boundaries. I, and then I in, in, through the whole course of the conversation, I'm talking to this guy for like five minutes, six minutes. I'm like, I could have just said I'm actually enjoying sitting in this wet spot by myself, sir. Um, but he was like, so, dude, like, you know what he said to me at first? So how's comedy? Hey, guy, are you taking boring pills? What the fuck? Hey, guy, come on. Hey, guy, can you sign up for some conversation class? I know it sounds fucking like I'm an elitist and shit, but like, come with it, man. How's comedy? You know what I'm going to say. Good. It's good, man. I don't know. What do you mean? You know, it's good. Yeah, how show's been? Great, man. It's been going really well. You know, torn a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, man, can I ask you something? He says. And I say in my head, but obviously. Hell yes. <laughs> And he says, got a question. What's your favorite city to perform in? And the truth is, I don't know. People ask me that a lot. But like, it's kind of all the same. Except for when you're in like, Sugarland, Texas. You know? Or Des Moines? I I you know, I don't know. But I I whenever it says what's your favorite city to perform it, because that that's that's not what's your favorite city to be in. That that is an easy answer question. Oh, I love New York. I love uh you know uh Vancouver. Toronto, Austin. I love these. I, Chicago. My kind of town. Right? Um, but what's your favorite city to perform in? Now I got to think of the shows. Okay. I go, I go, I was like, I don't know. Boston is great to perform in. Uh, Chicago, New York, uh, Fort Lauderdale is really great. And I'm, and he's like, huh. And, uh, and I was like, maybe at least the silver lining of this conversation will be, because it wasn't that bad. The guy was so nice, and I'm being funny for the podcast, but at least I know one thing that is keeping me going in this conversation. His ass is probably wet. So I'm talking to him, and he's trying to pretend his ass isn't wet, but I know we're both in the wet ass club. Right? 
I know. I know as soon as you sat down that we're both sitting in, we're swamp asses right now. And then he says, all right, well, good. You know, we talked for six minutes. Oh, oh. And then the 12 out of 10 guy comes up (laughs) and says, hey, man, here's a drink to me. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't drink. I'm really sorry, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't. And she says, all right, gives it to the other guy and says, here, you drink it. And the guy's like, uh, he didn't know the guy. And I'm like, bro, no, you know what I mean? Takes a drink. The guy leaves. Then the guy who was talking to me got up and I looked down completely dry in his area and I was pissed. I was the only one with Swamp Pass. Charge it to the game. Dude, I can't believe Kristen lit me, you know? That's like absolutely bonkers. But it is what it is. God, that's funny, dude. That's funny. I can't wait till my Sacramento shows. How about that? Um, Sacramento, I kind of I like performing in Sacramento. I know it's kind of a people think it's a kind of a weird town, but it's nice. It's not. I'm not the. I'm not saying the the thing is not nice. That the town is nice. I don't know. What is it? This is crazy that you sent me this. Ian Ziering fights mini bikers on New Year's Eve because I I fucking thought of Ian oh Ian I thought his name, I pronounced it Ian I thought of him today bro what the fuck the last time I thought of Ian Ziering before today was when I was 13 and I thought of him today and I actually thought oh yeah that's a guy by the way I've met him a few times the nicest bro when i tell you when somebody says who's the nicest guy you met in hollywood he's at the top of the list john corbett is at the top of the list and ian ziering is at the top of the list who else is at the top of the list the nicest guys in hollywood um ian ziering john Corb- corbett uh a lot of dicks in Hollywood, honestly. A lot of dicks in Hollywood. Um, that's it. If there was a movie with John Corbett and Ian Ziering, I would be first in line. I would be there before the the theater opened up, dressed as one of their characters, like they do for Star Wars. That that's how nice they are. They're both so nice. Who the fuck else is nice? I don't know. I can't think of another nice person. And I don't mean not nice. Like, I know nice people in Hollywood. But I'm talking about that nice where you just walk away and you're like, God damn, he was really nice and made me feel really comfortable. You know? A lot of people are, are you know, cool. shit. Anyway, um, this is the video where he got no, now. Now I have a, a video of him getting in a fight with bikers. So it was probably because he was like trying to save a woman. That's how nice he is. And we are following some developing news. Beverly Hills 90210 star Ian Ziering attacked by a group of bikers in L.A. Holy shit. Video from TMZ shows the New Year's Eve dust up along Hollywood Boulevard as several mini bikes were zipping in and out of traffic. It appears Ziering's car may have been hit and he took out his anger on one of the bikers. Others joined Jesus. in ganging up on Ziering until he ran across the street to break free. TMZ reports a police report was taken listing Ziering as the victim. Dude, that's crazy. They're like, and this is for Brenda. Dude, how crazy is it? You know what sucks, dude? Having to get into a fight with a guy with four guys with helmets on. You just, you can't punch them. You'll break your hand. So you just go, oh, fuck. Man, you you know what that is? Straight up rage, some iron zeering rage. This is crazy. That's it. I'm going to be in Sacramento and Houston and uh, Phoenix and Albuquerque and El Paso. Go to chrislea.com to get tickets. And 
after this, go watch my special, chrislea.com. It's called Grow or Die. Get it at chrislea.com. Appreciate the support. Work really hard on it. And then uh, leave a comment and all that. If you want to watch, uh, that's it for YouTube. If you want to watch the rest of the video, uh, uh, this episode go to patreon.com slash crystalia and watch the end uh, watch the rest of it this uh, and watch the rest of every other episode that we have and then also watch the one episode a month that we do extra on our patreon for just six dollars I don't even know how many episodes there are but you can go get it now and watch all of the ones that we've done if you're on a road trip if you're on a good time if you want to fucking binge it do it but thank you very much you guys we out